0: Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 73, The Captain Marvel Review. And gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I am your host, the HyperTon55, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And it's review time once again, hype! Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I unfortunately haven't gotten around to reviewing as many films as I would have liked to over the course of February, but I knew when obviously Captain Marvel was coming around in March that yo man I had to be there I had to be there so here I am today as you heard at the start of the episode this is the Captain Marvel review spoiler free of course because I'm nice like that I don't like to share spoilers unless you know it's obviously in the description but I don't think I'll be doing any spoilers today everything's gonna be clean I am just gonna be telling you my thoughts about the film and yeah man it should be a fun concise and fairly straightforward episode but before we get into all that stuff Firstly, if you haven't listened to the two episodes I've done beforehand, episodes 71 and 2 of Film Focus, which were on the pros and cons of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I did with my good friend from Drew's Movie Reviews, Drew, check him out, check it out. It was a really good, interesting set of episodes where we covered a lot of really good and bad points about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and um, yeah. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, I will probably put links in the description below. Yeah, that kind of thing. So before we get into the Captain Marvel review specifically, let me just give you some background information as to, you know, my thoughts prior to seeing the film. Now, before 2018, I was really, really hyped for Captain Marvel. Now, I'm not overly familiar with her from the comics. I can't say I've really read much, if any, material from her in that kind of way. I was mainly aware of her from playing the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game and then seeing her appearance in I think was it season two of the Avengers Earths Smite as Heroes that's where I got most of my knowledge about her and I thought she was a pretty cool character fairly strong obviously she has ties to space and has like you know all these sort of cosmic powers and that kind of stuff is always like you know my kind of jam because I'm a big fan of sci-fi and crazy alien based abilities and superheroes and that kind of thing so I thought she was pretty cool Kevin Feige and some of the other Marvel people were hyping her up prior to Infinity War saying oh yeah man she's the key to like you know defeating Thanos so I was bare hyped so hyped especially at the end of Infinity War we saw the allusion to Captain Marvel so I was like yo I'm hyped and obviously they had Brie Larson in there and I'd seen her in room and I thought she was a fairly capable actress to take on this role yeah so I was hyped but then I saw the first trailer and I was just like okay I mean it's decent but there's nothing here that screams to me oh my god I need to see this film so then the second trailer comes around and that one was better than the first, it had a little bit more action a little bit more character stuff although it was it felt like a repeat of the first trailer except just better and sure there was some cool stuff with like super powered up Captain Marvel at the end she flying around in space doing some sort of I guess what the internet dubs Super Saiyan based stuff and it was kinda cool but at the same time again I was like We've had Marvel trailers for numerous films before this, and these set of trailers for me were the most underwhelming that I'd seen. There was nothing really unique about the music, the shots that were used, and it just felt just meh. And this was the first Marvel film I felt that way too. Even Ant-Man and the Wasp that didn't have the best of marketing, it still had some elements to it that were just a little bit more fun, playful and creative. The Captain Marvel ones were dry. I'm sorry but they were dry. And all that was driving me to watch this film was that I had, you know, trust in Kevin Feige, the team at Marvel Studios, that they were going to give me another good film. And then there were the, uh, you know, early reviews for it saying that it was kind of pants and I'm just like, "Eh, okay, you know what, it wasn't so much pants, it was mixed. Some people really liked it but some people just said it was okay and some people said it was bad. And obviously, we can't talk about this film without mentioning some of the controversy going on behind it with Brie Larson's comments about, like, uh, you know, white males and all that sort of palaver. And then there's the Rotten Tomatoes situation that got way out of hand. I don't subscribe to any of that BS. It's just a whole load of extra crap that just doesn't need to be paid attention to. Did it hurt the film? Well, from the current box office, which is, I think, was it? 400 million plus at the moment probably not but yeah I mean I was concerned let's just put it that way for this film before I saw it because I was just like oh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this one and you know sure I've come out of certain Marvel films disappointed beforehand but with Captain Marvel such a notable character who is going to be instrumental in you know Avengers Endgame and going into you know Marvel Phase 4 I'm just like yo she better be good this film better be good I don't want to be coming out of this feeling you know underwhelmed so anyway I saw the film on Friday and you know what it was good I thought it was good it was a fun film and at the end of the day that's all you really need it didn't blow me away I definitely had some criticisms of it which I'll get into in the review itself but Captain Marvel for me it was a good movie There was definitely a lot of really interesting and fun stuff about it, and I will get into that with this review. So, with all that being said, we're going to go through this as we usually do, go through the story, characters, presentation, and then the conclusion. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to jump in. Alright, so the story of this film can be summarized as the following. Carol Danvers becomes the universe's most powerful hero when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races, the Skrulls and the Kree and that is pretty much the best way to sum it up without going into the area of spoilers now I'm trying to be very very cautious about what information I'm choosing to give out to you depending on some of you who have seen the advertising for it and those who haven't I just want to be very very clean just so you can see the film as fresh as possible without having any like hints to anything that could result in like you know is it spoiled material but anyway I thought the story for this film was good The best way to summarize it is Captain Marvel feels fairly similar to Doctor Strange in the sense that it feels like a Marvel film. It has all of those basic elements that you've come to expect from a Marvel Studios film. The story has a certain structure that Goes from having, you know, some emotional dramatic elements, but also has a lot of lighthearted and humorous moments in there. The story is structured in a way that sort of feels familiar. And as an origin story, there are certain beats that the film has to hit in order for you to understand who the character is, see the journey they go on, and then when they become all powerful and all omnipotent well, you know, not super omnipotent, but you know, become the badass that they're supposed to be and then start, like, you know, using their powers in a super badass way yeah this film definitely has that and I feel like Captain Marvel feels similar to Doctor Strange in the sense that both of these films you can look at them side by side and there are a lot of similarities but where Doctor Strange dealt with magic and you know other dimensions and got a little funky with like uh, the visual effects and some of that crazy stuff Captain Marvel takes you into space and deals with all of her crazy powers and the interesting politics and relationships between the Skrull and the Kree and this film does some interesting stuff in terms of fleshing out the Marvel Cinematic Universe much like Guardians did when we first went to space back in 2014 we got to see some new worlds, see how some of these people act and interact, see some new types of items and there's certain things that this film presents that either have callbacks to the MCU films of past but also set certain things up for future films in a really interesting way and the cool thing about Captain Marvel is that for long-term fans there's certain aspects of this film that have references where you're just like "Ooh and ah, and that's a nice connection but then at the same time this is primarily a solo based film so it acts as its own episode you don't have to have seen all the other Marvel films in order to understand this one which is a rarity these days. So, along with Iron Man, Ant Man, probably Doctor Strange, and Black Panther in the first Avengers film, this is one of the sort of films where you can watch without having seen any of the other Marvel films, and you can understand it 100%. Um, there's certain aspects of the story that does get a little, you know, tricky or questionable, where you're left asking, you're asking just a few questions. And um, there's some things which relate to previous MCU films where you're just like, is that how that really works? Okay, well, you know. You think about it too hard and you start to pick certain things apart but yeah you just don't need to think about it too much. I thought the story was good it had some nice humorous moments some of the humor didn't really work for me I feel like some of it just felt like you know that tired old Marvel humor and don't get me wrong I love laughing at good stuff in Marvel films but some of it just felt a little yeah but there were some funny lines especially when it involved certain characters I won't reveal you know what's going on but there's certain scenes which were perfect just great comedic timing and you know just some good conversational stuff and some really surprising stuff in there uh the story had some interesting zigs and zags which i didn't expect And the overall structure where I thought the film was going to go a certain way with a few of the characters, it actually ended up turning out slightly differently than I expected. And again, I do appreciate going into these Marvel films where I have anticipation as to where the story is going to go and it, you know, zigs when I expected a zag. It's pretty good. And yeah, I don't feel like the emotional moments of this film really resonated with me as much as I would have liked them to, there were certain scenes or certain relationships or storyline elements that I wish they'd gone a little deeper on, which would have just hammered them home a little better, but overall, a solid story from start to finish, it's enjoyable, and the post credit scenes were, one was pretty good and the other one was just another throwaway one, but again, that's to be expected. Alright, and now it's time to talk about the characters, and for the most part they were all pretty good. So let's start with Brie Larson who plays Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, and I thought Larson was pretty good. Before the film came out, I was wondering if she'd have the power to pull off such a noble character in the comics, because Carol Danvers is a fairly confident and powerful character who exudes a certain level of awesomeness, not only from her powers but just in terms of her personality and who she is. But luckily Larson is up to the challenge. This version of Carol Danvers is an interesting character. She is fairly confident, headstrong, a bit aggressive and she is sassy and snarky. She's probably the sassiest person we've had in the MCU since Iron Man showed up on the scene back in 2008. And sometimes it felt a little hard to like someone who was just so sassy, but at the same time, you grew to love it on certain occasions. She has a certain level of charm and fun to her that makes her endearing, and seeing the journey that she goes on getting from point A to point B, finding out who she is, and you know, just seeing how she gains the confidence to become that super badass that we see towards the latter side of the film that could take on someone like Thanos at the end of like Avengers number 4. I was in. She was really good. I quite liked her a lot and yeah, she's clearly going to be a mainstay in this universe going forward. So yeah, hats off to Larson. She did a good job. Now it's time to talk about my boy, Sam Jackson, who played Nick Fury. Now, I love Nick Fury. Ever since he showed up at the end of Iron Man number one and then had his subsequent little pop-up appearances here and there over the course of the Marvel film, I've just loved it. He exudes just the right level of Sam Jackson-isms but also has that sort of super spy secret man intelligence kinda dude that was meshed in and I've always wanted to see more of Nick Fury the most notable roles that he's had so far was in Avengers and Captain America Winter Soldier so to know that he was going to be pretty much part of the primary cast was an exciting thought to me and they utilized Jackson so well in this film. Nick Fury seeing as this film takes place a good few years before where we are in the current MCU back in the mid 90s this Nick Fury is very different well he's kind of different he still has a lot of those cool and secret mannerisms that made him such a fun character in you know the current MCU landscape but back in the 90s he was definitely a lot more chilled out he was a little bit more light-hearted and he cracked a lot more jokes and he smiled a lot more which was very surprising and it was great to see him and Colson, but also see this bond form between him and Carol from their initial sort of rocky introduction to forming a bond where you could see why these two would end up being buddies. And yeah, it was great to see Sam Jackson here, he had so many fun moments individually but also with other people as well, it was a good time. And then we have to talk about Ben Mendelsohn as Taylor's or Talos I still can't remember how it's pronounced I'm just gonna go with Talos for the time being but he killed it in this film there was early talk about how he was like a standout character and how he really owned the film and he really does as this scroll, he has so much charisma and intimidation and as a villain if you know Mendelson, he can play villains pretty well he has a certain level of screen presence and intimidation and you know a snarkiness about him which makes him you know good for villain material and he just eats up the scenery in every scene that he's in he has really good moments not only talking to his Skrull brethren but also with Captain Marvel and some of the other characters he interacts with he's great he's so good I had a lot of fun with him and his character ended up having a little bit more depth than I expected and he's ended up being one of my favorite characters in the MCU so far then there's Jaiman Honzu as Korath now eagle-eyed Marvel fans will remember him as one of the people who worked under Ronan the Accuser and Guardians of the Galaxy T number one and it was good to see him back here his role was small yet notable he has some really great moments one of the lines he came out with was actually one of the funniest moments in the film I frigging loved it. Lashana Lynch as Maria Rombo. I hope I'm saying her name correctly, she was great at first I was wondering how notable the relationship would be between her and Carol but I really appreciated how she was introduced into this film the relationship they had and then how they have to try and like you know bring it back together in the film after so many years apart and Lynch was great she had a nice charisma and charm about her as well and she had really good on-screen chemistry with uh, Brie Larson she's a great character and I hope to see more of her in some of the future Marvel films as well. Annette Bening she was good in her roles as well I really don't want to mention what they are because they are quite notable and critical to the film but let's just say she did a good job and Jude Law as yon Rog, he was good his character had a few interesting twists and turns I didn't expect and did expect at the same time, but it's quite good. I liked him. And then there's my boy, Coulson. <laughs> oh, man. As a massive fan of Clark Gregg and obviously him being on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but also just a fan of Coulson and how he's risen to fame in the MCU films up until, obviously, Avengers. It was great to see him again. His role wasn't as sizeable as I'd hoped but just seeing him around brought joy to my soul. Ah Coulson, just good times man, good times. And the only other person I wanted to mention was our beautiful man who is no longer with us, Stan Lee. His appearance in this film was lovely. But the other thing I really, really loved was the introduction to this film. There is a beautiful tribute to him that just made me smile so much. And I wanted to shed tears, but I was just like, nope, can't do it, can't do it. But yeah, the the tribute to Stan Lee in this film is great. And he was really good in this film. When it comes to the presentation of Captain Marvel, I thought it was pretty good. So visually, I thought the film was pretty solid. It had it made good use of the CGI to depict some of the action sequences, some of Captain Marvel's abilities, the shape shifting stuff of the scrolls, which ended up being a little bit more creepy than I expected but pretty good overall. The makeup for the scrolls was actually quite good in the film. I remember seeing some of the early pictures of the scrolls and I'm like well they look like scrolls, but I don't know if this works but seeing it in the film they definitely look pretty good. I like this I like that they look like the comics but they made some minor modifications to it which make them look pretty good. The visuals overall were pretty clean though there were some inconsistencies I noticed with the green screen and the sharpness of some of the CGI during some of the crazier action sequences but the interesting thing is that most films these days never have completely consistent 100% CGI so I'm not going to fault the film for that but I did enjoy seeing the colours, the way in which Captain Marvel's abilities were and again the shape-shifting for the scrolls looked pretty good I like some of the action sequences the stuff earlier on in the film was just a bit eh. it was good but it just didn't have that sort of creative flair and you know attention to detail that some of the other Marvel films have had but some of the action scenes towards the final act were pretty darn cool and when it comes to the audio side of things I feel like this film did pretty well the film score was done by Pinar Toprak and her film score was pretty decent. I feel like it worked within the context of the film and helped, you know, elevate certain things here and there. But I don't feel like it was a really, really good film score. It didn't really uplift or elevate the film to new heights or help super enhance the scenes that it was used in. And unfortunately, Captain Marvel doesn't have a unique theme song that was used in the film. I love theme songs for characters. That's why certain scenes with characters like Doctor Strange or the Avengers or Black Panther works because they have certain themes that, when they're used in certain moments, it definitely works and elevates their characters. And it's unfortunate Captain Marvel doesn't have a really good theme to go along with her character. But what did work in the musical department was the soundtrack being that this film is in the 90s obviously there's a lot of really cool visual and verbal references but also the music references good god I was in my element every song that played in this film I probably listened to on the radio at numerous points as a kid I knew so much of this stuff and I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen the film yet but just know that some of the music choices in here are A1 and there is one song used in particular that was using a certain sequence which again I will not ruin but it is one of my absolute favorite songs ever and when I heard it start playing I was like yo this is my jam and while the choice of song is a bit on the note for the scene that it's used in again I didn't care I always love it when one of my favorite songs gets put into a film and the fact it's in a Marvel film as well I'm just like yo there'll definitely be a few more people that are aware of this band and this song and I hope that it starts to get a little bit more airplay because that song is great and it was used to a good effect in this film okay and now it comes to the conclusion what did I think of Captain Marvel as I said before I thought it was pretty good it was a fun time at the cinema and at the end of the day that's all I could ask for I wish I could say that this film was amazing that it changed my life or that it set a new standard for MCU films but it didn't I feel like this film did a lot of really interesting and different kind of things but played it safe in terms of being another MCU film with all the sort of story, character and humour elements that we've come to expect and you know that might be enough for some people and it might not be enough for others. Your enjoyment of this film will really depend on what kind of fan you are and whether you're interested in this film or not, you know there's, num- there's numerous factors you know whether you were down with the marketing or if you weren't whether the controversies around the film has deterred you from watching the film or not whether you're interested in seeing a female-centric superhero film I don't know why I need to bring that up but it's one of those sort of factors that again play into whether you'll like Captain Marvel or not and yeah man it's just a very tricky thing I recommend the film I quite liked it and I'm interested to see how Captain Marvel figures into the next Avengers film because Endgame is pretty close now. It's only a month away and I really wanna see how she's gonna you know measure up to Thanos and all the other characters. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun time to be a Marvel fan for sure. But yeah I thought the film was good. I'm pretty sure that most people enjoy it. A good few of my friends that have started seeing the film now they really like it and I'll say this if you like the film, that's great. But don't persecute people who don't love the film. It's kind of hard these days to have an opinion about something that's popular that isn't anything less than amazing. If you're not on the same page as everybody else saying that's amazing, even if you say it's just good, which means that you like it, but they'll still see it as a posit- they'll still see it as a negative essentially. Oh, it's such a pain in the ass to be a person with a an opinion these days just because as soon as you throw it out into the ether and you're just less than amazing people are ready to burn you at the stake crucify you right there and then man and it sucks and I know I'm probably gonna get crucified for having an opinion about Captain Marvel that's just good not amazing but I'm gonna stick by it and I will list my reasons as to why I feel this way in a logical and calm manner I'm pretty sure people will be there to shut me down straight away because some people just don't like to hear a different opinion, but there you go. Well, we're going to bring another episode of Film Focus to a close. Thank you for listening. And what did you think of Captain Marvel? Did you love it? Did you think it was alright, Or did you hate it? Which is very unlikely that it'll be the latter one, but we'll see, we'll see. If you want to get in contact with me, you can comment in the comment section below or check us out on soundcloud and itunes drop me some comments subscribe give me all the good love because i would welcome it wholeheartedly that'd be very nice please and thank you also find me on twitter while i'm at hypersonic55 or at filmfocus55 or check out me via email on (laughs) the hypersonic555 at gmail.com or check out my blog hypersonic55.wordpress.com I don't post as much as I should do, but I've got plans to do a lot more during March and April, so hopefully I'll see you there. So, thank you for listening to another episode of Film Focus, ladies and gentlemen. And until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55, signing out. Peace!